guys. Um, how are you? What's going on? Uh, welcome back to the podcast. Um, thank you so much if this is your first time joining me or, you know, your um, like 10th time joining me. I'm so appreciative that you are here. Um, yeah, how are you guys doing today? I feel like I ask that question a lot, but um, I genuinely am interested in how the people in my life are doing. Um, specifically, you know, with everything going on and just, I want to make sure that everyone is, you know, doing the best that they can be doing. Um, so yeah, um, if you ever want to chat about anything, I'm always, always here and I would love to talk to you guys. Um, so I am trying something a little bit new today and what that is, is instead of, so how I normally record my podcast is I'll record it on my phone and then I'll like, um, I'll take the audio from my phone and like transfer it um, over Google Drive and I'll like download it, um, convert it into an MP3 and then do some editing on it. But today I am recording straight into the software I use, which is Audacity. And um, I'm using this microphone I got for Christmas last year. Um, I've been using it for um, rehearsals for a show that, um, like a virtual show that I'm in, and I thought I'd, you know, see how it works, switch it up a bit. Um, so yeah, if there is a difference in just like the sound or you know whatever, um, that's what it is. Um, cool. So today's episode is a little less structured. Um, and a little more sort of spurred by a conversation I had, um, or the conversation that I have been having over pretty much, you know, the past year almost at this point. Um, and that conversation surrounds, you know, what it's like to be an artist, um, you know, during, during a pandemic, um, you know, how artists are continuing to survive and move on and, you know, keep creating when a lot of us aren't able to do so in the normal way that we um, create our art and the normal way we are usually creative. Um, So at the time I'm recording this, it is um, March 1st of 2021. So we are just coming up on the year mark um, of what I consider was the start of, for me personally, the COVID-19 pandemic when, you know, um, it finally, well, not finally, but when it did reach, you know, where I was and I started seeing major changes in my, um, in my day-to-day life, um, So I believe around this time last year, so I remember that, you know, it had been in the news, um, you know, it was, it was in, um, China, it was in South Korea, it was in, you know, um, Europe, it hadn't, I don't think it had really hit the United States yet, um, at least on the scale to which we, you know, had the response that we did, um, But what had happened was, I think around this time, I remember everyone was just being a lot more cautious about washing hands, Um, everyone was a lot more cautious about, you know, hand sanitizer. I feel like no one could get hand sanitizer anywhere. Um, And March 
15th um, of last year was when, you know, everything sort of, like, shifted in my life. And I was like, oh, geez, this is, like, really serious. Um, and I don't want to harp too much on, you know, the background because I actually am planning on doing a, um, an episode, not like, um, not like an update per se, but just sort of how, like what I've experienced my past, like this past year. Um, but March 13th was when everything sort of like happened and, um, yeah, I remember, that the schools were shut down or they shut down for two weeks and then they were going to come back and then they didn't come back um to in-person learning um i remember i was uh i was sitting at the the car dealership um getting my car inspected and i just remember it was like a wave that like just like came over and just like took everything out um because i felt like it was just one thing after another was closing or shutting down um so, um, around that time, um, I think, I don't think Broadway had undergone a shutdown, um, but I'm pretty sure that they had suspended certain performances. Um, and so for those of you who, um, aren't super familiar with me and what I do, um, I am an actor. Um, I live in the Washington DC metro area and I'm a performer here. Um, and yeah, I, I absolutely love what I do. Um, I'm a singer, dancer, well, I guess like a mover, not like a train like dancer. Um, but I do musical theater. That's like my thing. I love it so much. Um, so yeah, Washington DC, um, if you didn't um, if you didn't know it, was, is actually a really huge market for um, theater. Um, I believe it is the biggest market um, for live theater outside of New York City, um, which is kind of cool. And um, so when New York sort of paused their Broadway shows last spring around this time, um, it wasn't though as if every um, every theater like you know on the East Coast or even across the country followed that. Um, I consider Broadway to be sort of like, you know, a gauge for where theater is in the rest of the, um, the rest of the world, or not the rest of the world, but the rest of the country. And so I remember, you know, um, Broadway was kind of effectively in a somewhat of a shutdown, and it's sadly remained that way ever since. Um, there's an actual date, I believe, that people have given for the Broadway shutdown. I don't know that date off the top of my head, but I believe we have passed the one year mark. Um, and yeah, I remember when I had heard that Broadway had been shut down, I was like, I, I was like, what? What do you mean Broadway shut down? Like all those, all those people, um, because I mean, I'm sure as most people know that, you know, any sort of production, film, TV, um, live theater, it's not just the people you see on stage, it's not just the actors that you see working, it's, you know, all the stagehands. It's the set designers, it's the lighting designers, it's a bunch of people that were just out of the job. And um, I think what was kind of really scary was that um, within Broadway and the stage actors, the stage actors union is called Actors Equity Association, and a lot of members of the union get their health insurance through Actors Equity. and. 
Um, so I'm personally not a full member myself. I am eligible to become a member. Um, so I'm not too knowledgeable about how the healthcare works, but from what I understand, um, you receive healthcare as a member if you work a certain number of weeks of the year. And so the, the big question was, oh my gosh, well, if we're shut down and I'm not working because I can't work, not because I'm not working, because I literally cannot, how, like, what's going to happen to my health insurance? Um, and I remember that was, like, a huge conversation, and I know that Actors' Equity sort of stepped in to help those in need of it. I don't exactly know what happened. Um, and I also know that um, the president of Actors' Equity has been very vocal about, you know, Congress's support for, you know, supporting the arts, supporting those who work in theater, um, but yeah, it's crazy. And again, it's not just the, um, it's not just the actors, it's the stagehands too. Like people were just, you know, out of a job and I guess they're still technically out of a job for the most part, which is, you know, really sad. And I sort of, you know, felt that, I mean, we felt it all across the country, um, for, you know, live theater performances, like everything just shut down. I remember I was in the middle of, um, like an audition process, um, and they tried to continue doing online auditions and they kind of did it and I think somewhere in the summer they were like hey guys we don't know when this is going to be like back like when we will be able to perform again so we're just gonna have to pause on these auditions um and then not only that but um I know there was a show that I had just auditioned for and they just cast the show and they couldn't do the show because you know, like, they, they couldn't. Um, it wasn't safe to, you know, gather and perform in theaters, which um, was really, really heartbreaking and just so sad. Um, and at the time, I was like, you know, I don't think anyone ever expected this to go on as long as it did. Um, but at the time, I was like, okay, well, I'll just, you know, it'll be like a couple weeks. I'll sort of have that time to re like do a reset relax a little bit maybe recharge if I need to um and that two weeks has turned into almost a year um which is which is insane and this entire time you know as I with the few people that I have you know met um you know over the past year and I haven't been meeting a lot of people most of them have been through um my boyfriend um they're, you know, they all have, you know, their regular jobs, they're working from home if they're fortunate, or they're looking for jobs right now, and the job market right now is, like, ridiculous, um, and they would always, they would always ask me, you know, what is it like right now to be an artist in this time, and this is a question that I know a lot of people are sort of, like, um, asking, or maybe they want to pursue a creative, artistic career and they're like well you're not you're not working at all like how like what is the future of um of the arts of the performing arts of the visual arts what is the future if right now we can't really do it and this was a question I asked myself a lot and what sort of has happened is that everything has like shifted over to virtual because you know that's what it has to be um at the moment I know that a couple of union productions have been given the green light by Actors' Equity 
um, to film and um, be released via like you know Netflix and you know whatever other streaming services there are. Um, but those are like a handful of productions. Like I've only heard of like you know three or like maybe four productions that were given the green light. Um, and then there are non-union um, companies that don't have to abide by actors' equity, but they do have to abide by state law um, and like you know just like the law in general. So the stuff that's popping up right now is mostly Zoom, um, Zoom theater, and um, the occasional outdoor production. And those outdoor productions were, um, I saw like maybe more of them over the like the summer and the fall, but now um, because like we've been in winter and it's March and the weather's just like, you know, crazy, it's not been super, um, like those kinds of productions have not been running at all. So, um, yeah, it's been, everything's pretty much moved over to um, online theater. And online theater is like the weirdest thing ever because um, I'm actually working on a virtual show right now and I find myself, it's, it's so weird because normally I have like a physical paper copy of a script, but for some reason if I am doing online theater, I cannot have a paper copy of my script. I don't know what it is. Like it has to be on my computer or it has to be like a, a digital copy because for some reason if I'm doing digital like, you know, recordings, um, having like a paper copy just like does not compute for my brain. So like normally, you know, when you're standing and you're blocking in a rehearsal with other people, you know where to look. You look towards like if you're talking to someone, you know to look towards that person or if you're talking to, you know, having a conversation with someone but you're mad at them, you know not to look in that direction. So it's like very intuitive. Um, but I find myself like doing like on Zoom, I'll have a line and I'll have to t like write into my um into the script and like look to your left or look to your right and that's mainly because um when you're on a video call it's flipped right it's mirrored so even though like you're looking one way if like there are two people on different like zoom boxes and they're supposed to be looking at each other the people have to be looking in a certain way otherwise they could be both looking in the same direction or they could be looking away from each other so like i've had to like you know write look to your left or this person is to your right and it's 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 weird telling myself where to look um when you know it's just so intuitive when you're in person you're like oh i'm just gonna look over there or oh, i'm gonna you know, look over there so um yeah uh theater and um the arts are still very much alive like they they really are and this particular podcast episode is sort of going to be focused more on like live theater and, you know, that sort of world, some film and TV, mainly because that's the world that I'm familiar with. I wish I knew more about, you know, like the visual arts world or, you know, um, more like that. Um, but I will, I will give my best, um, I'll give my best sort of opinions on everything um, to my knowledge. So I'll, I'll do my best. Um, yeah, so Zoom theater is sort of like how we've all shifted, um, which is good because it's allowing people to still create. It's allowing people to do it safely. It's allowing people to still be able to, you know, um, maybe not in a live audience, which is what I think makes 
theater so amazing, but um, it still allows, you know, these artists and these companies to bring stories and to share entertainment with people who, you know, may really need it. Um, so the thing that, you know, I've heard a lot of, especially, you know, thinking about New York City and how so many people moved out of the city because it just, you know, it wasn't the New York that, you know, people had loved because they couldn't do anything. It, um, it, a lot of people were saying, oh, like the theater industry is like, you know, it's going to take a long time to bounce back or this or that or, you know, whatever. Um, and I can't really speak to that because I can't see into the future. I hope it doesn't take a long time to bounce back. I hope it bounces back really quickly. Um, but it's, it's definitely one of those things where people just assumed that, you know, New York wasn't the place to be anymore. And I can't speak to that. I don't think it's an accurate statement to say that theater is no longer happening because it is. Um, it is in, you know, Zoom theater, you know, with what we can do at the moment. Um, but we also need to remember that, you know, even though we can't be in, an, in a theater with other people, we can't be, you know, talking straight to the audience, um, creating is still happening. Um, you know, there are lots of people who have these ideas for shows that are coming up, or, you know, these um, directors and writers, like writers are still writing, directors are still, you know, working on shows, musicians are still composing. Like, the work doesn't stop. We just, we just don't see it right now. Um, and when, you know, it is safe to reopen everything, and when it is safe for us to, you know, go back into the theater and go back into that creative space, there's going to be so much content. There's going to be so many things to look at, to try, to see, to experience. So to everyone who's ever said to me, well, aren't you concerned that theater is just, you know, not a thing? Uh, no, theater is absolutely a thing. Art is absolutely still 100% a thing. Art in all sense of the word. People are still painting. People are still writing scripts for TV shows and movies. Actually, I think, um, like, TV shows and movies, I believe, are filming. And that's mainly due to, it, um, you know, it's a little bit more controlled environment than theater. But I know that they're filming. I know they're taking COVID precautions. So, like, art is slowly starting to ramp back up. And, I mean, not that it ever went away, but we're starting, you know, to see it just sort of pop up again. And that's a fantastic thing to see and to know that it's like, it's coming back slowly, but surely it is coming back. And I mean, as far as, you know, other mediums, as you know, photography, um, painting, uh, knitting, like all of that's all of that kind of art. That art's also never stopped. I know people who, you know, once it, like, you know, the original, you know, stay-at-home orders were slightly lifted and, you know, it was safe to go do things, like, a little bit safer to go do more things. Um, I know people who were, you know, offering socially distanced um, photo shoots. I know people who had been selling things on, um, you know, Etsy and online. Um, throughout the entire pandemic. So people were still being creative and people were still doing their art and doing their thing. And, you know, 
just it wasn't as visible so I think what I really just want to let the world know is that art is 100% alive and well and we've seen that with you know all these like big Netflix releases um I swear I feel like Netflix has like released so many like you know big releases um and guess what that's art 100% that's art um and as far as you know theater and like live productions are concerned I think that they are going to come back it's it might be a little while before it's back to what we are used to or what it was like before everything happened it might take a while for us to get to where we need to go but theater is still happening what um, I've seen a lot of actually is that um, a lot of theaters in the area they will have a script and then they'll rehearse the script and then they'll bring in you know individual cast members one by one to film their parts of the script so they have like a live they have like you know like a video or a movie of something that they can distribute virtually which I think is pretty cool and it's also one of those things where you can control the environment in which you're in by making sure those around you um, you know are healthy that they don't have any sort of symptoms so it's been a really interesting hybrid and a really interesting mix and I think you know um, I think that everything going on has lent itself to some positives as well um, I think it's really shown us you know the power of the internet and the power of virtual auditions um, I've auditioned um, probably more times over zoom or online in the past you know in the past few months than I've ever sent in like um, like recorded auditions and I think it's made it a bit more acceptable to do things in a virtual space um, I don't know how much you know it's impacted that like um, if it's better to go in person for an audition versus sending in like a virtual tape but I feel like people are just so much more used to it now and so you know when things go back to you know a semblance of to what it was if someone's like oh can I just like send a video audition it's not gonna be as like you know jarring to people um, because that was something that I didn't really see a whole lot maybe now and again it was like hey send in a video audition um, for theater, not all that much. For film and TV, more so. Um, but for theater, like, not, um, not that much. And then I think we're going to see a little bit more of that. Um, but, you know, with anything during, you know, this, um, this pandemic, um, the creative arts and theater have learned to adapt. They've learned to make changes. They've learned to pivot. Oh my gosh, they've learned to pivot so much. <laughs> um, and they're learning new skills that they can put in their arsenal for, you know, when things do resume to the way or somewhat of the way they were before. So to anyone who is concerned that the arts are, you know, not not a thing or that maybe theater is like dying, um, it's not. It's not. And that's what I tell all the people who sort of ask me, like, you know, what do you think about, like, the industry? And I always, you know, I sort of say the same thing. I'm like, you know, it, it sucks that we can't do anything right now, but people are still creating. And you're never going to be able to suppress that creative spark or that creativity within someone 
because I've learned with artists, if there's a will, there is a way. Um, if there is someone who wants to create a story and bring it to life, no matter what the circumstances are, they're going to find a way to do that. Whether it's, you know, doing a one-person show, like, outside um, in the summer, or if it's, you know, getting together a cast of people on Zoom and just rehearsing on Zoom and recording on Zoom and presenting on Zoom. Um, there's there's so many ways and I love being a part of this community because people are just so creative. They're like, okay, how can we, how can we do this? And I almost feel like artists were in a, I don't want to say a better position than other companies, but I feel like as an artist and as an actor, especially like a theater actor, anything can happen. So when it's live and you're on stage and you're in front of that live audience, you have to go with it. And I feel like this has, like, this pandemic has really forced artists that whole, to have that whole, like, I'm just going to go with it mindset and sort of adjust along the way. And, you know, we've made a lot of adjustments and we're going to continue making a lot of adjustments, I'm sure. Um, but I'm very hopeful and I'm very optimistic that, you know, once it is safe to do live theater again, go out into the world, share these incredible stories with everyone that it's going to be 100% possible. It's going to be amazing because people have not been around that kind of energy in over a year. And if you haven't seen a live theater production of any sort, you need to go see one. The energy of like being live and sitting in that audience and just watching the story unfold by live actors, it's like the energy, the experience is completely unmatched. And that's why I love it so much. Just the amazing feeling I get off of performing in front of an audience and like having those live reactions and getting to hear them laugh and getting to hear, you know, what they what they think of like the scene or like what's about to happen. So I would say that anyone who thinks that art is stagnating, that theater is stagnating, it's not. It's here, it's here to stay. And it is going to come back so much stronger than it was before. And it is just going to be an explosion of creativity and just, I feel like, amazing experiences and amazing stories that are yet to come. So guys, I'm really excited for those to come. I'm really excited for all those, you know, plays, musicals. I'm just really excited for it all. And I think if anything, if you're an artist out there and you're like, oh my gosh, like, the creativity inside me, like, it's just, like, I need to, like, get it out, or, but, like, where can I do it? How can I do it? Just, you know, do it. Do whatever you feel can express your creativity in the way you want to express it. Now, do it safely. Do it safely. But theater is 100%. Art is 100% here to stay. And when we can share it again in the ways we're supposed to share it with other people, it's going to be just fantastic. So guys, um, that was sort of like my little idea, sort of just some thoughts floating around in my head from the past, um, the past few weeks that I wanted to share with you. Um, thank you so much for joining me today for the Hey Mom, Why Did No One Tell Me podcast. Um, I am your host, Rebecca. Um, thank you so much for joining me today. 
Today's episode is sponsored by my free Facebook group, um, Empowering um, Artists in Business. Um, we are a Facebook group and it's just a bunch of artists um, getting together who are going into business and just supporting each other, talking about, you know, the things we wouldn't didn't expect in business, the things that we've come up against, how to work through them. Um, we're all just, you know, hanging out in this Facebook group. It's completely free. I would love for you to join. The link is in my description, is in the description box of this podcast. And guys, um, it would also mean so much to me if you would subscribe to the podcast, like it, um, leave a review. It really helps with just, you know, everything and really getting, um, getting the podcast out to more people and, you know, helping more people realize, you know, um, that if they have that creative spark, they can absolutely go do it and they can absolutely go after what makes them happy and what makes them smile. And with that, thank you guys again so much for listening and hanging out with me today and I will see you in the next episode.